This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Dischem Baby City. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And yes, it is time for Bump and Beyond with me, Yolandi Becker. And as always, we're talking parenting. And today we are specifically going to be talking about yeah, getting ready for a second one and talking a little bit about that. For me, it it was funny. I remember before I had kids, you were always, I, I mean, I read a meme about it that, that, that summarizes it very well to say that um, I was the best parent I could be before I had children. <laughs> and that kind of summarizes it. We all have these preconceived ideas before we had children, things you would never do. It's like, oh, I will never allow my kids to watch so much tablets and or watch a tablet when we're in a restaurant. I will never let my kid fall asleep in the car or make my kid fall asleep using the car. I would never allow my child to sleep with me in bed. All sorts of preconceived ideas that very quickly go out the window. Add a second child to it, I do have to say the discussion changes quite significantly. Um, But yes, on that note, of course, as always, I would love for you to be part of this discussion. Did you have some fun preconceived ideas before you had one kid? And before you had two kids, come share with us those fun things you, you, you know, that parent you thought you would be. <laughs> and then the dreams got shattered very quickly. Share with me those, um, that parent that you used to or you thought you were going to be. Of course, you can phone us on 010-140-3020. But it's better to send a telegram on 061-895-1019. Again, 061 061- Eight nine five oh one um one oh one nine. Sorry, I'm confusing the situation. My brain is not working yet, and it's already eleven. SMS us at three four five one nine. SMSs are charged at one rand fifteen. Um, and again, you can get all these contact information on our website highfm.com. So it's easy for you to just go click on it. If you've got the app on your phone, you can actually direct message us through the app. It goes to Telegram. It's very fancy. So go look at it. And if you haven't downloaded, go download it. It's time. If you're on HiFM, it's time to have that. Um, so, yes, like I said, it is the ball game changes quite a bit when we move from one kid to two kid. And um, you think it's not going to be. You're gonna, you think like, oh, no, I'm an expert. I've taken this test before, man. It's going to be a walk in the park. I know how to change a diaper and all those things. And you think, ah, oh, it's just retaking the test. Surprise, surprise. It's a whole different test. It's not actually even the same test that you're retaking. It's a whole different test on a whole different subject. And as always, I don't like to talk by myself, even though I do like talking, I do have to say. Um, I always get in the expert help. And today joining me is sleep consultant, play therapist, and mom of three. That's the most important part of this title, <laughs> Megan Ware. And hi, Megan, how are you today? Good and you, Landy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> It's only a pleasure. And yes, you you can br- bring this whole conversation to a whole different level. I'm having the discussion of what you wish you knew before you had a third child. 
Um, but let's start with what you wish you knew before you had a second child. Did you have some preconceived ideas yes. beforehand? Definitely. <laughs> I think, um, I, I must just do a disclaimer. I think it also depends on the type of child you have first. Let me put it out there. Um, and I had a very, very, dare I say, easy firstborn. I thought she was difficult. But I, I have to agree on that. I know her. It was an easy one. She, she was really easy. So when I had my second, I'm like, I've got this. I'm an expert. I'm a pro. I'm no longer the parent that had preconceived ideas about parenting because now I am a parent. And all of those things are sort of smashed. And I've got this child. And I know exactly what to do and exactly what I'm going to do because now I'm just having a second. You know, how different can it be? Wow, it is a whole new human being, which you know. And I, I had a boy, and not that that makes a difference. I mean, it does, but it was just whether he was a boy or a girl, it was a massive jump from one to two. Um, I think one of the biggest things that stands out is when I think I didn't have time with one, that wasn't doubled. It was like times 100 not having time um, because, yeah, you just you just always need it. As well as one of the other things was I think the noise levels in our household because if you've got a newborn and a toddler, someone's always wanting something. Um, and I think that for me was a big shock was that someone was always demanding my attention somehow in some way that the time I thought I didn't have, I had even less of. Um, and also just, you know, the thing of they say, every child, children don't come with manuals. They definitely don't. And never say you're an expert or a pro because it will get tested and you will realize you're not an expert. And I mean, for me, that's like, I wasn't one of those people, but I remember specifically one person um, telling me before she had her first, that wasn't before her second. Then she said to me, now she wants this one to fit into her life. Yeah. And I do have to say, like, actually, when you have one, you can actually do it, especially if your two parents Again, I didn't have this preconceived idea. I was going yeah. into it. I'm going, I'm choosing parenthood. So I didn't really want it to be the same either. Yeah. Um, but in the same breath, I do feel they fit into your life a lot more mm. um, when it's just one. Yeah, mm. In the sense of it's still relatively easy for both parents to work um, and that type of thing. And like you mentioned, your time. Yes. Once you add a second one to it, I feel it's impossible mm. to mm. literally the word is impossible mm. to have your child fit into your life once yes. you have a second one. I, yes. I that's for me kind of and like you said, your time it's not that you have and I mean it's again I think I've shared this on on the radio as well before where I had I and it's one of my favorite memories on Facebook each year when I, I've, I got this message that pops up, this memory, and it's like, oh, what a busy day. And it was before I had children <laughs> and before I had a business and before I had the show. And I'm like thinking, yeah. what was I doing? <laughs> how did I do it all? <laughs> how, how did it matter? How did I manage with all those things? Um, and I think it's going to, this, this conversation is still going to evolve quite a bit. Yes. Um, in, in the, just that of what are those preconceived ideas and how you need to prepare. I mean, obviously it's not just about 
actually um, talking about adding, we also want to give you guys some tips on it mm. and how to manage it because everything kind of, your time is different, yeah. your communication is different, um, also not just with your husband, but we'll get to that. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. If you've only just joined me, you are, yes, on Bump and Beyond with me, Yulandi Becker, on 101.9 High FM. And today, specifically, our parenting topic is what you wish you knew before you had your second child. Um, and specifically, talking with me today is my special guest, mom of three kids, also a play therapist, also a sleep therapist or sleep consultant, Megan Hoyer. So, Megan, um, what other things do you wish you knew before you had your second one? <laughs> I think I really just realized um, what I wish I'd known is just how different it is. Um, I think it's something that's going to keep coming up. Like, I wish. I knew how different it would be um, because, like I say, I think motherhood is hard anyway, um, or it can be hard in terms of testing. Like you said, you know, that day that you had a hard day or, you know, a long day. Um, I think you just, motherhood can be tough. And when you have two, it's not that it gets tougher. It does. But I think it's just the thing of you think it's constantly like as achievement. Maybe from school, we also have this levels of where we just have to achieve and then you become a mother, and like I said, now it's like, oh, my mom, and then now you have a second, and it's like, oh, wow, I have to start from scratch, and none of us like starting at the bottom again, and it's just getting to know your child, and I think I wish I had gone into having my second with no preconceived ideas, actually, just being totally ignorant and just going, you know, taking it as a clean slate, but instead you have all these ideas of even feeding. When my kids started solids, my son, the second born, was independent. If he couldn't put it in his mouth or feed himself, he didn't want it. My oldest was like a little bird. She just kept opening her mouth and I could just keep putting purees in. Um, and so even basic things like from all the way to feeding solids was so different that I really had to take my children as individuals. And I really wish I'd had more grace for myself in that period. And I really wish that I had gone into it really with just an open mind of no preconceived ideas. And I mean, that's also like, I mean, like you said, the basics for me, even just the basics of changing a diaper, because I had a, a boy first and then a girl. Yes. I was used to the, the propelling penis and didn't really know how, even though I have my own, obviously, didn't really know how to wipe uh, the vagina. So that's one of the first questions I asked <laughs> in the hospital is, uh, yeah. I didn't know. And it's like you said, it is different. And those are the simple things Um, and we mentioned before had time and I mean time will come up time and time again (laughs) because that is for me one of the significant things and it adds on to a different thing Mm -hmm. for me that was also very different um, Mm -hmm. which adds on to what you were saying as well is that you worry in a different way yes (laughs) yes um, and those preconceived ideas, because you think, I, I think for me with the first child, you aim too much to be the perfect parent. Yes. And very quickly, once you, because you have these preconceived ideas, mm-hmm. then now you have the second chance to now perfect it even more. Yeah, and then within the first two days, you realize, 
what a stupid idea that was. <laughs> yeah. It might even already come while you're pregnant with a second yeah. one. Yeah. But it's not that you don't worry. That's not at all it. I just feel that you, you don't sweat the small stuff so much anymore. Yes. Yes. Uh, because you don't have time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, for me it is like I realized very quickly that with the second one that you don't need to be the perfect parent and it's okay not to be the perfect parent. Um, And they don't need everything, you know, like in the beginning you do everything for your first one. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like you said, you're side with independent eater Mm -hmm. and you realize they don't need everything. Mm -hmm. All they need is love. (laughs) And and I, I noticed that even more with having a third, Children learn so much more from each other that I actually <laughs> kick myself because my first we went to all the baby classes and I did all the baby stimulation and you do the baby massage. And then, like you say, you have a second and you have even less time. So you feel guilty. And we'll talk about mom guilt just now. But then you feel guilty because you're not getting to what you did with the first. I mean, my, my eldest had swimming lessons from six months of age. My son never got to swimming lessons because, yes, COVID also did happen. But, like, you know, we never had, he never had swimming lessons, baby classes. And then when I had the third, my third talked quicker. She She's now just turned three, and she wants to keep up with her seven-year-old sister. She swims like an absolute pro in the pool. But because what she's learned from her older siblings, that children actually learn much more from each other than they can learn from us as adults. Yeah, and I mean, they learn from doing more often than yes. the job. Anyway, that's also, but like you mentioned, the other thing that takes on a different kind of thing, and I mean, this is an extreme, you have less time, but a lot more mom guilt. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe share your experience with that before I get into my experience. <laughs> I think... Um, Mom guilt for me, I'm also a very rational person. Um, motherhood has, I actually said to my husband the other day, like motherhood has broken me because I've become, I used to be a very stable, consistent person, even my emotions. I'm not a very emotional person and motherhood has broken me. I am super emotional. I, when I just think about my kids and if there's ever anxiety with anything that's happening, I want to burst into tears or when I'm super proud of them, I want to burst into tears. Um, and mom guilt came with it. And I almost felt even with my first, the minute I gave birth, mom guilt arrived. And whether I wanted to be in denial about it or accept it, mom guilt arrived. And you always have pressure on yourself. And I think as a, as a mom in a household, a lot of the stuff does fall on your shoulders in terms of your children, even if it's just biologically giving birth, even in adoption, mothers are often seen as the primary nurturer, whatever that may look like in your household. And that was a big thing was just, I felt a lot of pressure, you know, like my husband, I was still working with my oldest. I went back to work in six weeks. Um, but it's the pressure to be everything for everyone. Like you mentioned earlier on, Yolandi, being a wife, being there for your husband, as well as now you also have to split your attention amongst two babies or two children that have two very different needs. And that for me was always quite hard was because someone always had to wait. So when I was breastfeeding, I was telling my toddler, just wait quickly. Or if my newborn or baby was screaming to be fed, I had to quickly just I know you don't understand waiting, but just wait. I have to attend to the child. And, you know, even if you just have your own personal needs, I just need to go to the bathroom. Like, I cannot hold it anymore. My bladder's going to burst. And just that mom guilt of sitting in the 
on the loo for 30 seconds and you can hear your children crying and needing you or you know so I think just that mom guilt of time division love whatever it may be is real and it's something that we can't deny but my yeah my experience of mom guilt comes in waves at different stages with different things yeah and I think that's that's also the healthy part of it in the end I think it's sad because it sometimes it gives us the feeling that we're inadequate. Yes. Um, but I do think it's societal pressure adds onto it to kind of give us the idea of what a perfect parent should be. And I mean, often mm-hmm. social media and again, yes. for everyone out there, it's a very big reminder. We only post the nice things more yes. often than not. <laughs> I like real. Um, and but in the end, real things happen all the time. Mm-hmm. If you've just joined me, um, you are on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond, and I'm your host, Yulandi Becker. And I'm speaking to Mama 3, Megan Hoyer, today about what we wish we knew before we had our second ones. Um, in her case, maybe also the third one. Um, and now, just now, um, for me as well, you mentioned it as well that you're now you have to talk to the one, you have to talk to the other one. And for me, that was also a very big change for me, communication in my household. I mean, you also mentioned the loudness. I mean, I'm also loud. Imagine two mini me's added to the equation. Yes, my house is really loud. Um, but that for me is also different. When it's just one child, I felt like me and my husband were a lot better with communicating when it was just the two of us and one child. (laughs) Once the other one gets older and you have a second one, you actually also, their opinion starts. They also tell you (laughs) this for one certain things that you didn't want them to know at that point yet. (laughs) Um, Won't go into that discussion too much, but in the end, communication really changes quite a lot within your household when you're adding the second one and you have to you know, take into consideration another person's feelings yes. um, as well as their opinions. <laughs> and also their needs. I mean, we all yeah. have different needs. It's the same way as all of us feel loved, seen and appreciated differently. And my kids were the same, you know, when one's needing quality time and another one's needing touch. And as a mom of three, I'm always touched out and I've got enough quality time for everyone. You know, I just want solitude and not being touched. It's really tough. you know. <laughs> that sounds tough. <laughs> um, but for me, that's also the other thing is just as the communication is different, uh, and you also mentioned it already, how different your children are. And yeah. that's for me also, your parenting style is most definitely different with each child. And that you also, and it's okay, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And I often also even verbalize it to my son if he's like, oh, but that's unfair how you're doing that with Emmy. And then I'm like, explain to me why you mm-hmm. think it's unfair because mm-hmm. this is what she requires and it's not something just because she's getting this now doesn't mean you need the same thing. You're not even going to be able to use it. <laughs> yeah. um, so again, different opinions and communication, but also for sure your parenting is different with each child. Mm-hmm. And, and I think um, on that note, what I wanted to say also was I feel by having your second, I People must know, I. you mustn't come and talk to me because I'm very much, people must have three kids because I think it's lovely, um, <laughs> as hard as it is. But I feel with the more you have, the more you realize the season passes. 
When yeah. you have one child, you feel like the sleepless nights in that newborn phase, waking up every two, three, two to three hours to feed is never going to pass. You feel like you are exhausted all the time. You feel like it's never. And then by the time you have your second, and by the time I had my third, I absolutely loved her. Not that I didn't love the others, but I loved the season because I knew the sleepless nights were going to end. I knew the tiredness was going to pass. Um, and even though their needs were different and I was meeting them differently, you also know the season is going to change, that your two-year-old tantrums, they're going to turn five, six, and seven, and they're going to understand a little more, you know, and the frustrations, they do outgrow. And But Yolanda, you've got older children and I'm almost like I'm grateful for my smaller children because they say bigger children, bigger problems, right? I'm in the small problem phase and it's it's tough and it's exhausting, but it's small problems. But just uh, the fact that you were now saying third one and you appreciate those things is probably the reason why I didn't have a third <laughs> is because I would probably keep that one. I would co-sleep for the rest <laughs> of my life <laughs> because that one will be the one that, you know, the other ones can be independent and do and conquer the world. That one will be mine forever. <laughs> I think my husband knew that. So that's why we didn't have <laughs> a third one. Yeah. Anything else you feel that you needed before we now get to what we, we can help with a little bit, anything else you feel that you wish you knew yeah, I think I also just, I, I wish I had known to just, like I, I've mentioned it now, but maybe a bit more detail, like having grace for myself. Like the dishes don't always have to be washed. Um, the house doesn't always have to be tidy. Because at the end of the day, that's not things my kids are going to remember. They're going to remember a present mom, a mom that's there. Um, for me, it also wasn't even fancy toys. It was just being on the ground with my kids. And often that meant breastfeeding my newborn while reading a story to my toddler or coloring in with my toddler while I was breastfeeding my baby, you know? And so things like just having more grace for myself because constantly in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, I need to go hang up that load of washing. I need to go and, you know, do the dishes. I need to prepare dinner. And just having grace for yourself to be like all of that. Book. And whether it's toast and eggs for, for supper, that's also a cereal. Oh my word, I'm at the stage now where on a Sunday night, if my kids want cereal for, for supper, I'm like, sure, have cereal for it's, supper. It's, it's uh, called Brenner, but I mean, that's breakfast for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Brenner. Yeah. yeah. By the way, we've already, uh, we, there's all official name for it. You know? So it is absolutely allowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, and that's one of the things I think um, to remember to definitely have grace for yourself. Um, and also, uh, to have flexibility for me yes. is a big tip is that, uh, yes, me, the organizational queen of the world is saying that you need to be flexible. Mm -hmm. You need to be okay mm -hmm. <laughs> when things change and adapt accordingly. I think that's a really good one because I'm, I'm quite, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm typically an anxious very like to be organized, like to have my life in order, my schedule routine worked out. And people were really shocked that know me to say, but you're such a relaxed mother. And I think because motherhood taught me there are things in my control that I cannot control. And I, from the get-go, I let it go. And I was like, whatever, as long as my kids are happy and fed, it doesn't actually matter. Um, yeah. And as a result, like you said, Yolanda, that's really helped me in my motherhood journey is by not having – 
everything has to fit in place. I have to control everything. Just letting things go and going with the flow, which is totally not me pre-children, has actually brought the best amount of joy in my motherhood. And I've loved being a mom because I'm like, ah, it's unimportant, you know, um, and things will fall into place and you will find your rhythm and, you know, you will find your groove, but it takes time. Yes, no, for sure. Um, and especially the more children you have, um, the more unforeseen things can happen. Yes. And for me, also, the other big thing is always like if someone tells me, it's like, I know, you know, when they go to school, it will be better and whatever. If you're waiting for time, yes. I can assure you, you're going to wait a very long time <laughs> because it doesn't happen. True. You True. need to make the time for the things that are your priority. And if you're in the season of small children or any children, mm. they are the priority. Mm. And you need mm. to say no. <laughs> learn to say no <laughs> that, that's, that's something I always laugh about because I really thought three kids is hard work but once I started school I was like wow when people talk about like you know we'll wait until I'll have more time I'll be able to do more when my kids are in school I'm like ah you're forgetting school sports homework reading guys speeches I'm like ah school's a whole nother ball game that is you don't have more time you have less <laughs> yes but, I mean, we're going on here now about, of course, the, the guilt is more, the time is less, and it's hard work. But in the same breath, I have to say to you, a very big thing happens once you have a second one, and probably even more so, and that's probably why some people have a third one, is, is that <laughs> the amount of love you're capable of once you have second you can't believe it mm, you cannot believe mm. that you can love in such a way and in such a different way as well mm. for me it's like i would always say if my kids say do you love me am i your favorite and stuff like that it's like <laughs> i love you in a very different way i love your oh. sister and it's true in all honesty mm. it's very difficult to explain to someone but it is very mm. i love them equally it's the mm. same amount of love mm. but it's different Mm. My relationship with each of my children are different Yeah, um, in a good way, not a bad way, in a good way. Yeah. And I have things in common with the one that I don't have with the other one. Now we spend our time differently. And mm. that's, I also want to say, it's like, it is remarkable. Mm. <laughs> and you can't, you can't explain that to someone unless you've had more than one child. Like I had a lot of people say to me, but they're so nervous to have a second because yeah, how do they divide their time? Yes. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. And just like that, another show is very fast coming to an end. Um, it was so wonderful, Megan. Just before um, our ad break, you were mentioning also how wonderful you also find it to have more than one kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and like I said, sorry, just to finish that thought, you know, it was just you can't explain the love because it's, it's not like your love divides or, or mul it multiplies exponentially. And not just like you say, now there's two, it just, you just have this love. And my husband's got the cutest saying, he always tells our eldest, he, she is her, his favorite oldest. And my son is his favorite son. Cause we only have one boy. And then our youngest is his favorite youngest daughter. <laughs> because it's exactly that you love them differently yet the same. But yeah, it's just, for me, it's just been an incredible journey and, yeah, to see them have each other also has been an extra joy. Yeah. Megan, as always, very nice to have you on the show. Um, please let everyone know, because you do have, like, you share lots of tips on motherhood <laughs> on your social media. What is your social media handle? Where can people follow you? 
I'm on Instagram, Meg's Love for Life. You can find me there. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm very active typically on Instagram with all my motherhood hacks. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for joining me, Megan. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Lundy.